Jessica Chaffee sent me a Snapchat uh, of a, a centipede crawling on her ceiling, and she just oh. went, help. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I went over there to try to save her life, but she was gone. She just ran away. I think she got it taken care of. Yeah. It's just a centipede. <laughs> it's just a centipede. It's a small thing. Yeah. And I don't need to do that for her. She's a grown, independent woman. Yes. Seminary and Will. Tom Karani. Your time at St. Louis has very rapidly come to, to an end. <laughs> well, we said goodbye to you officially the other day at church, but then you're still here. So what's up? Yeah, so I just uh, I'm staying till Wednesday here. And uh, are you moving out Wednesday? Yeah, my plan is I think to leave around right after school. Oh, okay. Gets out on Wednesday. Okay. I think I'm going to need that much time to put stuff in my uh, car tomorrow because I'm staying. But you're packing tomorrow. Yeah. I oh, mean, okay. I don't have that much stuff, and I, so I don't need to like. I need to just clean out my car right. in the back first. And then I pretty much have things in order. There's a couple things I'll probably do tonight and get them all kind of squared away. I mean, yeah. How much stuff do you have? Well, not, not much. that much stuff now because my brother came and took my bookshelves. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, books take up a lot of space. Yeah. For sure. So then you're, so, you're, tell us about your travels this summer. Just one more time. I'll be going to Israel for six weeks. Okay. That's like tomorrow. That's like, no, June 3rd. Oh, so tomorrow you're just driving home. Yeah, so tomorrow I'm going to go to College Station. I'm going to go hang out with my family. That's uh, good. My brother gets married on June 2nd, so Dude, please great. pray for him. I will. And then after that, the day after, I get on a plane and I go to Israel. So you could say I'm taking my brother's honeymoon for him. <laughs> are they not taking a honeymoon? No, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> they okay. probably are. They're uh, probably doing something. Hopefully. Yeah. Are you nervous about the the state of unrest over there? In Israel? Yeah. No, not okay. a whole lot. I mean, I think I'm always nervous to go somewhere new, at least in some way. Like, yeah. There's a little bit of uh, fear and like going away from a place that you know and love um, is always difficult. So. Yeah. Well, just be careful over there. You guys are going to have a great time, though. Yeah. And you're going to do a podcast while you're over there, right? At an least episode? one. At least one episode, maybe I'm going to bring... Well, I'm just going to record as much as I can, and we can use it how we want. Okay. So I might even try... Like, there's a seminarian who's going to be there with me most of the time, and so we might record some, and cool. it could be special bonus episodes of being church or, for, uh, or a spinoff series, maybe for those that like to donate. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't do that. But maybe, well, well maybe we could do like a, a daily diary thing and like string them all together. And it would be like a longer episode. I don't know. We could figure out. What yeah. We do I mean that. that, that'd be cool. Um, I need to sit down. I, that's one of my goals. Maybe next week is to just kind of sit down and figure out what I want to figure out how that's going to go. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So, um, and you can send those to me. So you're not editing them while you're in the Holy land. Well, yeah, I mean that'd probably be good. <laughs> I I don't know. Like, there's gonna be downtime, just like everywhere. Sure, yeah. And, I mean, and I'm sure I'll have some 
nights or whatever that I can just mess around. Well, now that you've got your sweet iPad Pro. Yeah, so that's Courtesy the of the parish staff. If anyone wants to throw us a couple bucks for that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm very grateful. Of course, Steve. Well, we, we love you. It's the least we can do. It's a sweet piece of technology, dude. I love the pencil. You can yeah. write notes on it. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. Um, Emily's brother's an architect, and he a bunch of people in his firm have them. And that's just, that's how they do everything. Yeah. You know, they've all got these pencils Sketchy. and they draw on each other's. They have these big boards that they all draw. On. It's pretty cool. Pretty that's cool pretty stuff. Sweet. Yeah. So that's what my plan is. Um, it's it's sad be, to leave. Yeah. But you're going to have an awesome summer <laughs> and we'll always be here. I was talking to one of our second graders and she, I could tell she was sad that I was leaving. And, um, I asked her, you know, how you doing? And, and you know, I, you look sad and. And she said, yeah, I'm sad. And her dad kind of said, yeah, she's sad because you're leaving. And I got down eye to eye with her and just said, you know, um, you know, I am sad that I have to leave. And But it would be weird if I stayed. It'd be weird, just like it'd be weird if you stayed in second grade forever. That's right. So um, it's a good thing. It's okay to be sad. <laughs> it sucks to be sad. I think you're telling yourself this. <laughs> yes. No, literally, I am telling myself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's true. I'm sorry. I, I need to t- I need to say that to I know myself you do. over and over. It's okay. Cuz uh I love this place. I know. Um, yeah. It's a darn good place. But we're going to miss you for sure. So we've got we're we're recording a few episodes today. So this might not be the last time you hear Will. On, it definitely won't be the last time you hear Will on the podcast. Yeah. I I realized today that I look like a second grader. Why? I have this green polo in my khakis. Oh, yeah. I look like a school child. You're almost yeah. It's almost <laughs> like you're uh, in Catholic school. I know. King of it's like kind of ridiculous. It's okay. They're getting new uniforms next year. Good. So we won't look the same next no, year. It'll be pretty much the same. <laughs> the plaid will be just, well, actually they're getting, they're, they're, there was much ado about the plaid. I know. I heard a lot about the whole uniform And they found the, someone who could make them the same plaid, but the style of the jumper is a little bit different oh, for the girls. Oh so boy. I have nothing to say on the matter. <laughs> you have no- <laughs> nothing to say. Well, yeah. Roma locutus est, casa finita. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Rome, Rome is spoken. Rome is spoken. That's right. That's right. It's done. It's done. Anyway, welcome to the Being Church podcast officially. <laughs> I'm Tom. I'm Will. Uh, and today I want to talk about uh, prayer. I had someone come to my office the other day who was kind of just feeling a little down and she's been struggling with depression and anxiety for a long time. And... um she was asking me like, what's the best way to pray? Like I want to, cause I was like, God doesn't, God's not just going to fix this. Like, you know, yeah. Like lightning. Like he wants to be with you in your pain. That's like the whole mystery of the incarnation. Yeah. Um, that God doesn't want to just, he wants us to invite him into like the tough stuff of our lives. And so she was like, okay, well what's, what's the best way to pray? What's the best way to invite him in? And I was thinking about that for a second. She kind of put me on the spot. She's like, where in scripture can I go to like help me with this? And I was like, uh, (laughs) and I was, and then I started thinking and I was like, well, you know, (laughs) when, when life gets me down or when I'm really happy or when I'm really angry, I just think of a few of my favorite things. uh, Yeah, right. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. I think of the Psalms. Um, and I think that praying with the Psalms is there's like almost nothing better. Um, especially when you're having like a very emotional experience, like when you're depressed or really anxious or just super down or mad or like Mm -hmm. you're 
embarrassed because you're a sinful piece of garbage. Like there is a psalm for everything. Am I right? Like, yes. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was in college and um, every Wednesday night we had like a praise and worship adoration with a gospel and a homily with our, from our wonderful Franciscan priests. Um, and Father Jude, this like thorny Italian man who's just a very loving dude, he preached on the Psalms one night and he went through a list of like, if you're feeling anxious, read this one, this one, this one. If you're happy, this one, this one. And it was like, ah, oh, and I couldn't write them down fast enough. I have no idea where that list went. But ever since then, when I have nothing to say to God, yeah, what, when I'm just like so turned in on myself and lost in my own emotion, I never fail to find a Psalm that kind of like speaks to my emotional state, which is cool because it's yeah. like, okay, David, most likely the writer of these Psalms, like felt all this stuff that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever wrote these felt all this stuff that I'm feeling and like wrote a poem about it and God's okay with that. Right. So first of all, it's like, I can be myself with God. Yeah. Uh, the other part is like, sometimes poetry puts words to my emotions in a way that I can't. Right. Yeah. So it's just hard for me to put my emotions into words. Like, why am I feeling this way? What am I feeling? Yeah. Um, not even why, what, am right, what am I feeling? Exactly. Let's start what with is like, this feeling? <laughs> like, let's start at the base here. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely a, a definitive. Well, often a definitively masculine trait is to not even be able to articulate yeah, exactly. what you're feeling. Right? Yeah. Like, but also like, it's just a failure to be still and like understand yeah. myself, which self-awareness affects a lot of people. But I don't know. So do you, do you use the Psalms to pray or like, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I use the Psalms to pray on yeah. a regular basis. I mean, a lot of my prayer is the liturgy of the hours. Right. So, and the majority of the liturgy of the hours is the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, so certainly that's been the case. And occasionally, like, I won't even go to, um, like, I would pray, like, the liturgy part, and then maybe I would find a psalm from the liturgy of the hours that meant a lot to me. Or, you know, I've found myself going back to uh, different psalms. And because I've prayed them before in the context of the liturgy, they'll, like, come to mind in the midst of exactly. suffering. So I... um I had a really great professor at A&M who died really young last year, maybe. I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he left behind three kids, and um, he wasn't Catholic, but he was just a, 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 he was just a great man, right? Like, and he was a faithful Christian, and um, he was part of his ch- like the elder, the board of elders of his church mm-hmm. as a young man, and just a really stand-up guy, and. Uh, he got cancer and he died in like two years yeah. and it was, it was miserable. And I remember when he died, just going to the chapel and yelling at God a little bit. And then the words of, um, Oh gosh, uh, Psalm 60, maybe 59. I can't remember which one it is. Or 63, 63. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, you are my God for you. My soul is thirsting. Yeah. My body pines for you like a dry weary land. And like praying through that, that would, that became my prayer, which, was kind of interesting because it wasn't that that psalm is not like a lament, no. But it it expressed what I needed in mm-hmm. that moment. It was the words that the Lord was giving me in that moment, like to reaffirm His goodness, uh, to remind me of His goodness, um, and to praise Him even in the sorrow. Yeah. Um, so that I think that's the part of the power of the Psalms is you just kind of get 
into this rhythm. If you pray with the Psalms on a regular basis and you, there, it, it's like you said, it's the gamut of human emotion, the gamut of human, of uh, humanity. Right. Um, for sure. Yeah. And sure. God, God called David a man after God's own heart. Yeah. Right. So like, David is such an interesting biblical figure because he's so he's so emotive and he's so impulsive. Yeah. He's like Peter. Right? Yeah. But Peter he's like he's kind of like he's like all of us. Yeah. Uh but he's also so faithful and he turns to God in every situation. And I really liked what you said that like that Psalm 59 or 60 whatever I think it's 63. I think it's 63. I, I, I that sounds right. Um wasn't necessarily like a straight lament even though you were feeling deep sorrow. Yeah. Um, and, but it's still like fed your soul. I think the Psalms have this tendency, maybe not all of them, but the ones, a lot of the ones that I go to, they have this tendency to validate what you are going through, but then remind you that God's got it. Yep. Um, so like Psalm 22 famously heard from Jesus on the cross, right? When Jesus says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It's actually the beginning of Psalm 22. It's the first line. Yeah. And so if you crack your Bible open, some sound effects, that's my pages. <laughs> uh, if you crack your Bible open, you read Psalm 22, you'll see it starts like that. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why so far from my cry for help, my cries of anguish? I call by day, you don't answer. Right? So like it starts off with this, it's the prayer of an innocent yeah. person is what the title is. It's this person who's been wrongly accused and is suffering. Um, and he keeps going, all who see me mock me, blah, blah, blah. Many bulls surround me, but the last paragraph of the psalm, it's like it it turns away from everything yeah. that the writer is feeling. Like he kind of wrote it out. Like he wrote through it and he's kind of got all his thoughts on paper and he says, Um, I will proclaim your name to my brethren in the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord give praise. So it's like there's and he goes on and on. It's a long psalm, but he goes on and on saying like, but God's good. God's going to save us. It's okay. So it's really cool because Psalms, just like good poetry, kind of walk us through the problem and they validate what we're feeling like, yeah, like I feel like God has abandoned me. But then they, they, there's a pivot point in all of them and it, they, they turn our vision towards God's goodness. Yeah. They never fail to do that. Yeah. Never. And that's why they're a great prayer because, um, they restore our trust. Yeah, they kind of model what we should do, right? They mm-hmm. they acknowledge, um, you know, one of the, the ways that um, I was encouraged to pray when I was in college was this kind of formula, R, pray like a pirate. Yeah. yeah. Acknowledge, uh, relate. Request. Re- uh, acknowledge, relate, re- receive, and respond, I think is what it is. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But basically it's like, Okay, you're feeling this, or you're you're thought you're thinking this, or you're desiring this. Okay, acknowledge that. Now relate that to God, receive what He has to say to you, and respond to the grace yeah. that is there. Um, so I think that that's that's what the you know in a sense that's what the Psalms do. Um, the the Psalmist is very clear, like I'm feeling this way, God, and he's relating that to God. Yeah, and then he's clearly receiving from God, right? And uh, responding to that grace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things I think is interesting about the Psalms is the Psalms are our prayer, but more, even more so, they're Christ's prayer, right? I mean, you see Christ praying the Psalms. Yep. Um, and that that is kind of the basis for the liturgy of the hours, in a sense, is that 
um, when we pray the Liturgy of the Hours together, or even by ourselves, um, we're praying with and through Christ our head, who's also praying, mm. right? And if Christ's fully human, when he was on earth, um, he he had these experiences of emotion, right? Now, his passions were rightly ordered, but he still probably felt, I mean, it, it would be reasonable to feel, like oh, God, God, my God, why have you forsaken exactly. me? Right? Like, exactly. Um, but what what does he do? He, like, at the end of that psalm, there's a trust. Exactly. And that trust is exactly. the, the turning of the will, right? So there's an intellectual... Um, kind of practice of prayer and then the turning of the will mm-hmm. that's that comes from the grace that we receive in prayer mm-hmm. um so the, yeah so the psalms teach us how to pray yeah a lot of people get confused they're like wait jesus thought god abandoned him it's like well maybe it's he a, felt it's like a that, metaphor right but, like, but it's like he he was quoting scripture and he was also like if anyone knew that psalm they knew the ending of that psalm. yeah so they knew that god would be triumphant he, yeah. So this is where the the distinction between feeling and knowing. This is why I want to talk about this with you because I knew that you would bring this up, and this is good. Really, is important. They're not both. Both things are important, right? We're mm-hmm. human beings, right? Our feelings are important. We can use them to pray, and we should, right? And our thoughts are important, but there's an order, right? Our our rational nature is supposed to benevolent benevolently rule, right? over our and our, our passions right mm-hmm. so um that doesn't mean we repress our feelings nope. at all it in means fact we, they kind of come first yeah yeah right like yeah, they're our yeah, first reaction yeah because it's it's kind of our, our way of being but it does mean that um they don't absolutely dictate what we do mm-hmm. right they um they can help us or they might keep or it might they might make it more difficult but we can order them over time with God's grace. We can order them towards the good so that we respond correctly, even in our passions. Right. Um, so the distinction kind of is that, um, you can be feeling one thing like you can be feeling, Oh God, why have you forsaken me? Why, why is this so hard? Or where are you God? Like, I don't feel you right now. That doesn't mean that he's gone even. That means that you can't feel him right now. Mm-hmm. And there's something different. Or you can feel really sad. And there's all, there's something almost like very holy about reaching out in that way. Like yeah. a child. Like you read these and even the ones that are like, that people are joyful or thankful for. It's like a kid. Yeah. Like talking to his parent. Yeah. Like, woo. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. Uh, oh, there's just, there's something for everything that we go through in here. Yeah. Victory over an enemy, thanksgiving, trust, joy. Like yeah. there's just something for, for everything. Yeah. Um, the Psalms are an untapped, well, they're not untapped. Like the church, obviously you've been yeah. saying like in her liturgy and in her prayer, like make you makes use of the Psalms, but there's, I think they're an untapped chapter in, in our Bible sitting at home. Yeah. Like, yes, read the gospels. Yes. Read Paul's letters, but. The, the next in line should be song, the Psalms, yeah. I, in my opinion. Um, no, I, to, I, I, in general, I would think that that's probably the best. Yeah, I think between the Gospels and the Psalms, that's yeah. where I go the most. Yeah, yeah, that's the definitely Psalms. true. This is another reason the Psalms are great, because they, it allows us to bring our everyday to God. Yeah. And to see God in our everyday. Yeah. A while ago, I think I might have said this on here, but um, uh, when I was working in a different parish... I asked a room full of adults, parents of kids, what has God done for you 
in your life. Yeah. I didn't even say like today. <laughs> it was like in general, what's God done for you in your life? This is like an easy, there's an easy answer to this question, right? If you're at a family catechesis, you brought your kid, you could say, man, he gave me my kid. Yeah. Like that's a great gift. Not a word. And it's not because people were embarrassed. We'd been talking all year. People yeah. just didn't know how to say like, this is how God has been working in my life. Yeah. And I think if we bring our experiences to scripture, that opens the doorway for us to see like, this is how God wants to speak into this situation in my life. Like maybe I am depressed. Yeah. Maybe you're sitting home and you're, you're alone and you only have me and will to keep you company, which is, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but, <laughs> but like God wants to be with you in this way through scripture. He wants to be with us through scripture. Yeah. This is how it comes alive. Yeah. 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 That's exactly right. It does come alive that way. So, uh, in that vein, let's just maybe think about some practical things. If you want to pray with the, the Psalms, how would we do that? What would be uh, well, a good way to do that? So are you talking about like how to like, yeah, let's, let's, yeah. So, well, one way I do it, I don't have all these Psalms memorized. No, obviously. Of course not. I'm not like, Oh, I'm feeling terrible. Uh, 50. Well, I know like 51 is the me say, right, right. And all this stuff. Yeah. In um, the Bible that I have, all the Psalms have a little title, right? Yeah, and so I cheat most. with them and I, I, I go through and I'm like, hey, this cheating. Is, I know. I'm like, I'm feeling really good today. Like I, maybe I beat a temptation or maybe I, uh, you know, just had a really great day with some friends and I need a Psalm of Thanksgiving or whatever, praise. I'll flip through and look for a title that's like victory yeah. over an enemy or Thanksgiving. They're titled like that so we can, yeah. so we can use them like that. Um, and then I sit through and I read it and I, I kind of just do some Lectio Divina with it. Yeah. Um, and every time I, I just, it resonates with me and it gives me some words to use to praise God or to pray to God. Hmm. Um, and so I just sit with it. Nothing, nothing spectacular, nothing spectacular, nothing yeah. specific has to happen. It's just time with God's word. Um, yeah. and the effect is done when like, like God's grace is felt in my life because I, I know I'm like, this is okay. Like I can bring this to God. Yeah. I, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's definitely, it definitely makes like sense. Like I come to an understanding that I can come to God, my father with anything. Yeah. 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 So you might like look up like what Psalm, you know, you could, you could even Google. It. Absolutely. Yeah, you could Google what, what it. Psalm yeah. should I read here? You get a bunch of Protestant websites, but that's okay. It's okay. They, they <laughs> do know a few things. They've got all the Psalms. No, they, have, they do have the Psalms. They know lots of stuff. So, uh, that's one way. Another way is, um, if you're just looking to kind of get more familiar with the Psalms and jump into the liturgy a little bit more is to pray the liturgy of the hours, pick one, uh, yep. pick one hour, maybe night prayer. Yep. Um, and, and just pray that every day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, with that, you're going to get a psalm that's not of your choosing. It's going to be the church's choosing, right? But um, what's beautiful about that, and this is something we real I realized early on or was told early on in my formation, is um, let's say you get Psalm, uh, I believe it's 89. 89 ends in, uh, my only friend is darkness. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that one. Uh, it's yeah. so dramatic. It's so dark. <laughs> it's so dark. Uh, it's like extreme uh, peril. Um, that it's Friday night prayers psalm, and uh, and so what if you're praying that and you don't really feel that way? Well, what that's inviting you to is somewhere in the body of Christ, there's someone who feels like that. Exactly. There's someone who's who's going through that, and so you're praying on their behalf, even right. if they can't pray it or they don't know it. 
you're praying for them. And so there's a really beautiful way that the Psalms can be not only a, a prayer from our own heart, but f- a prayer from our own heart for other people. Exactly. So, exactly. Um, and in doing so, you become more like Christ because that's what he did. Right. He prayed. Yeah. He's, he intercedes for us. He to intercedes God. for us. So, um, I think that's super helpful. Liturgy of the hours can be kind of confusing in the way that you pray yeah. it, but, uh, but there's guides online. There's, there's a guide. Yeah. A, a great app. If you want to get started, it's called iBrewery. Um, that's I B R E V I A R Y. I believe. I don't know. Uh, if you Google that, you'll get the right thing. I think you missed an I, but that's okay. Anyway. Um, Google will help you. Google will help you. And, uh, and that has everything and it has it in order and there's no pages, no page flipping involved. Yeah. You just, um, just scroll on down. You just keep scrolling down, dude. Um, so yeah, that's one, another way. Um, yeah. And don't, and I guess the other way would just be to kind of like go to the book of Psalms and find something you like, find something and and stick with it. It's not wrong to, to just pray with the Psalm that you like, you know, and, and keep going to it. Um, another way to do it. Um, and Pope Benedict recommended this start memorizing, you know, like literally say, I'm going to memorize songs. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're poets. It's poetry. It's poetry. So, um, I, I have found that very helpful, not with just the Psalms, but different parts of scripture to try and intentionally memorize parts of scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, Because what that does is uh, when you go through something, you have words. It's like knowing the Hail Mary or knowing the Our Father. Mm -hmm. You have words, even if they're not yours, you have words and they become yours. Yeah, right. You make them yours. Yeah, I think scripture is a great gift and I am by no means a scripture scholar, uh, nor do I read my Bible every day, which I really should. Um, But... The Psalms are an easy way to try to just kind of get the book in your hands. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Anyway, that's what I had to say today. Excellent. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. This has been the Being Church Podcast. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and share and comment and do all sorts of things. With Give this. us a review on iTunes. Yeah, we. Uh, our goal is not to become famous, but we want as many people in the parish uh, and around and outside the parish yeah. to hear us as possible. Um, not because of us but because of of god yeah exactly uh thanks for listening we're praying for you and go be church